Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the musical theatre podcast about musical theatre. Surprise! Today, it's me, KB, hosting this episode, so good luck to you all. And joining me at the table is... Miranda Selwood. I also wish you the best of luck. (laughs) And via Zoom, we have Julie Eisentrager. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, I thought you had disappeared for a second there. I got very, very nervous. I was like, where did Julie go? But she's here, guys. She's here. It's fine. Everything's fine. And from across the pond, we have very special guest, Kieran. Hello. Hello. I'm very excited again. to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. It's so. It's going to be just such a fun uh-huh. episode. Um, We're talking about fellowship. <laughs> oh. The Pressure. musical parody today. Quick question. Does the title officially have the exclamation mark? Is it like... It's fellowship! <laughs> fellowship! That's me with the exclamation mark. We've had a lot of exclamation <laughs> mark shows. There are a few so, of them. I'm glad we've got another one. Thanks, Kieran. Yeah, my absolute pleasure. <laughs> now, this is the first time you are on musicals, so we have mm-hmm. to get to know you with our infamous getting to know you quiz. Mm-hmm. Which is infamous. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you ready? Are you okay? Oh, wait till you get your notes. Get your notes. Get your notes. Um, yeah, I'm notes? ready. I don't know. There was paper being shuffled. What are you Shuffling doing, paper? Miranda? I'm <laughs> just seeing if I can. <laughs> Never mind. You're shuffling paper, Miranda. You've got a very special job because well, we didn't have a guest that needed to do, do the, the quiz. quiz. We're doing the we quiz. We haven't done the quiz in such a long time. We haven't done the quiz in a very oh long time. I'm so happy I get to do this. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Oh, wow. Kieran, you got a brassy, belty yes. version. Ethel Merman here tonight. Um, <laughs> Love it. Because we have the Zoom turned on today, I do actually, I've put on my virtual background of Bro- the Broadway. Broadway lit up in lights. So I was inspired by my own face in Zoom. Good. I feel like I finally travelled again. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's a travelling episode because we are um, verbally in London. We are verbally in London. We are. And now, Am I verbally in Australia? And you're verbally in Australia. It's magic. It's the magic of technology, everyone. Didn't know if you knew about Zoom before, but now you do. <laughs> this is what it's for. <laughs> what is this new spangled Zoom you speak I know of? that you've probably had many a meeting across the platform, but we're just going to mansplain it to you <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> um, Kieran, do the quiz. let's do the quiz. Your very first let's question is... Which musical character would other people compare you to? 
I put Shrek, but specifically at the start of the show. What? At just, the start of the show? Just cranky, hasn't yeah. learned anything, Shrek. Get out of my house. <laughs> Look, yeah. it's been a long time since I've seen you in person, but I don't remember you being a grumpy swamp thing. <laughs> As you say, long time. I've had time to mature into full swamp oh. form. Full swamp monster now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, full swamp. London does do that to you, I guess. That's fair. Yep. <laughs> Before he moved, he was end of show Shrek. He was end uh, of show Shrek yeah. and then went to the UK and Oh, you're stealing the next answer. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, so which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? End of show Shrek. <laughs> I already did, so you're welcome. Uh, It's just proving your point, Kieran. Just proving your point. Um, Still a bug monster, but a content one. (laughs) Is Shrek your dream role? He's one of them, for sure. Um, Absolutely. I'd love to play Shrek. I've also put uh, either of the two guys from Gutenberg, which is a musical I love, but nobody seems to know. We have Uh, covered Gutenberg. Gutenberg, yes. So good. We have. And I finally saw a live production of a Gutenberg live production. Um, quite a few years ago now. But yes. yeah. Nice. 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 You can have any role you like, Kieran. It's all yours in a dream show. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm playing both of them. You're playing both of them at the same time. Yeah. They already play 100 characters each. This is going to be ridiculous. The hats is situation. I shall play got... 200 characters. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And with that voice, um, what is your favourite Sondheim? That's a real tricky one. I don't know if I have a single favourite. Mm-hmm. Probably Into the Woods. Yep. Um, nice. But I feel like a Forum doesn't get enough credit. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It's an excellent show. It is. I think a lot of people forget that it's Sondheim. Yes. Because it's very a, different. Yeah. It's a little bit more um, kitschy Broadway it is. compared to his other stuff, which is, is quite sort of modern, serious. Very serious. <laughs> you couldn't really say that about Forum. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, <laughs> is something from Forum your go to shower song at the moment? No. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly. I, I, don't, I don't often sing in the shower, but I think the song I sing in the shower the most is. The banana advert from the 1990s. Yes. <laughs> give us na, 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 yeah. that one. Give us a bit. Na 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 Make your body sing. That's the next bit. Dave's like, am I hearing something or are they actually singing the banana song on this part? There you go, guys. If you weren't around for that advertorial, you have just gotten the whole thing. And we had it on Zoom, so we got it in all mediums. Um, Bananas are great because they've got a lot of vitamin B and it's easy to remember which vitamin it is because it's the same letter that bananas start. You just, you don't learn lessons just from musicals on this podcast. They make my body sing. sing. Actually, bananas are the perfect sponsor for this show. (laughs) We need to get on that. On that note, this episode dear brought to you by banana, banana, and derailment. <laughs> that's what's. Gonna happen. <laughs> no, that's just me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, go on, Kerry. I'm um, sorry. Kerry, you have to delete one musical from existence. I do have to preface this with: it can no longer be cats. Cats had has no more lives left. Um, what's wrong with cats? There Leave we cats go. alone. Leave cats alone. Oh. <laughs> So, so I've known you for a long time, Kieran, and I'm finding that response from you surprising. 
and I'm not sure if we can oh, still look. be friends. <laughs> I feel bad for it. That poor show. It didn't ask for that movie. Oh, it didn't. Uh, no. Or did it? Because that it... poor poem didn't anyway. ask for that musical either. Anyway. That is true. T.S. Eliot's the real victim here. Stop stalling and delete a musical, Karen. <laughs> oh, very happily delete Mamma Mia. Thank Burn it to the ground. I would ask you to explain, but I don't think it's necessary. I think we all know why. No. Yep. yep. <laughs> Done. Yep. Done. Done. We good? We're yeah. satisfied? Done. Let's play some music and talk about fellowship. Yay. We have talked about Lord of the Rings the musical, but this is something different entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Fellowship exclamation mark is a musical parody based on the first movie of the trilogy. Kieran, your first task after the quiz is giving us the plot of Fellowship in two minutes. Um, you have two minutes? Uh, absolutely. And Julie, do you have a timer? I wrote... Yeah, I can have a timer. You wrote what, Kieran? Tell us, tell us. Uh, you wrote Fellowship. I, I wrote musical. it down because there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. <laughs> Miranda was just about to say that you wrote Fellowship the musical. Um, <laughs> it just that yes. sounded like he was about to say that. <laughs> I, wrote I wrote the musical, so I do mine. know a lot about it. <laughs> you didn't write the musical. Uh, who did write the musical? I have that side note question. Who wrote it? Uh, it is written by uh, Kelly Holden Bashir and John McCrary on bo- uh, book. Music by Alan Simpson and lyrics by everyone. By everyone. Literally everyone? Literally um, every- every cast member is credited as a lyricist and they in their programs they say lyrics by everyone. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, Julie, have you got that timer ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, Kieran, are you ready? <laughs> I think so. Three, two, one, go. Fellowship the Musical Parody tells the story of Hobbit Frodo Baggins. After his cigar-smoking, wisecracking Uncle Bilbo gives him a magical ring... Frodo is visited by the soft-shoeing wizard, Gandalf. The ring, Gandalf tells him, is wanted by an evil sorcerer, the disembodied eyeball Sauron. Frodo must then set out on a quest to destroy the ring, accompanied by the enamored Sam, the perpetually hungry Pippin, and the dreadlocked, weed-focused Merry. Along the way, the quartet of hobbits meet a mysterious traveller in the rough-and-tumble prancing tavern. The rough-and-tumble prancing pony tavern. This traveller is Strider, who helps them evade the pursuing black riders, ring raids, and Nazguls, which are all the same thing. Finally, the party arrived in the cult-like Rivendell, where the Fellowship of the Ring is formed. The four hobbits, Gandalf, the besotted Strider, mourning the separation from his beloved Arwen, the totally friendly, non-threatening Boromir, and the sparring dwarf elf combination of Gimli and Legolas. Once they set out to destroy the ring, once and for all, it isn't long before cracks in the Fellowship Fellowship form. The lounge-singing monster, the Balrog, defeats Gandalf, Boromir shocks everyone by betraying them, and two of the Hobbits are kidnapped by orcs. But despite their misfortunes, the cast unite for a final rousing song where they sing that this isn't the end, it's just the end of the beginning. Karen oh. Davey, round of applause! Well done! <laughs> no one has ever been so prepared. That, I, my oh, oh, I, I, in the history of the world. That's my matter. That, my jaw is on the floor. <laughs> 41 I, seconds to spare. Oh, my God. <laughs> A minute 20. We're, we're going to change it for everyone else now. I think, he did, I think he did write it. I think he did write it. Colour me impressed. 
Guys. Well, there you have it. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you all for being here. We all know everything about it. Sorry. Um, I do enjoy the um, the character descriptions that were yes. littered throughout that, including the, sorry, was it lounge singing Balrog? Yes. Yeah. Um, before we were discussing who we would want to be, and I was like, Merry or Pippin, but then... If Pippin's going to eat all the time, then now I change it to just Pippin. <laughs> if he's always hungry. <laughs> it's just like, Mary's got dreadlocks. And I mean, yeah. like, who wants to take care of that? Yeah, Ugh. so hard. Okay, guys. Tell me everything you know about Fellowship, a musical parody. Gosh, that's an open question. It is. I keep it as open as possible. <laughs> it's my interviewing style. <laughs> So it is. I mean, it's a parody show, obviously. Yes. And just the first book, not, not nothing from the other two. Mm-hmm. Nothing from the other two. Not even a little glimpse of what might be coming in the future. It's not even the first book. It's the first movie. Like, it's the first movie. They very specifically say in the opening number that it it's based on the movie. So it was a book, and then it was a movie, and now it's a musical interesting 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 do they have the 80s music transitions like they do in the movies you know those really overlaid like our sam and frodo actually love it (laughs) they have 80s they do i really enjoyed the music of this show i it was fun to listen i was a little scared i'm not gonna lie kieran lord of the rings was tough to get through um movie (laughs) and musical luckily Um, it's nothing like that and it's nothing like that (laughs) it was so fun we were listening to the happy birthday song for bilbo as i walked in and i'm like this is a good time guys let's do this show um what is my favorite song actually it's quite happy birthday bilbo happy birthday bilbo yeah i'm a big fan of the prancing pony um, and generally, like the Hobbit esque songs. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the Aerosmith Meatloaf rock ballad duet mm. between Arwen and Strider um, is also right up there for me. It's really I hate fun. it and love it at the same time. <laughs> I love it because I hate it so much, maybe. But also because I guess you know it's a parody. They're not being. This this show is a hundred thousand times better than The Lord of the Rings, the musical. That is my review. It's very, it's it's a difficult sit through. Um, Karen, why do you love this show? Why did you want to bring it to the podcast? Um, I think Miranda's kind of summed up. It's so funny. Um, And it basically combines two things that I love, which is like high fantasy and like, stupid weird silly comedy just knitted together beautifully uh as simple as that really yeah did we there were nine actors in the show playing multiple Mm -hmm. characters yes Mm -hmm. i think we settled on nine so Mm -hmm. one for each of the fellowship they each have one role in the fellowship in the fellowship but then they all play all the other roles as well Yes. yes. I hunted down the original program. Um, and I oh, can't my gosh. It. Bring it. <laughs> Kieran, uh, you have received the award for uh, <laughs> most, most prepared guest on this season why, of Musical Story Everything I Why know. prepare when you can over-prepare? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say I have the same motto. <laughs> Julie, everyone knows that that's not true. <laughs> Why prepare when you can under-prepare or not do anything at all? <laughs> Kieran's crying. That's him crying, not laughing. <laughs> in my notes, so my well. beautiful notes. <laughs> so what does it tell us in the original program, Kieran? Um, that, yes, as Miranda says, every 
basically there are nine performers. Um, everyone has a uh, member of the fellowship assigned to him, and then there are doubles. So Gandalf and Galadriel, Boromir and Bilbo, Sam and the Balrog, um, and there's like innkeepers, the Nazgul, orcs, that kind of stuff are all doubled up. Nice, 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 nice. Although there is some variation in the, uh, I believe it was the 2015 production. Um, There's been multiple productions. The Balrog was doubled with someone else. The, oh, they've decided to shake things up a bit. Shake it up, shake it up. <laughs> okay, I can't imagine Sam and the Balrog having a lot of shared qualities. <laughs> like, from the performer's perspective, I don't think fun. anyone's really sitting in their usual casting type. No. Like, <laughs> maybe that's what makes this show so fun i mean yeah. when else are you gonna play i mean i play a hobbit every day of my life but when else are you got hairy feet i'm very sure i i can guarantee you that i would fit very comfortably in a hobbit house guys it's been <laughs> tested and tried um, so what differs then i guess what are people seen in fellowship that they might not get from the original um the other genres that that this story has been put into of movie book why see fellowship over the other things other than its hilarity nothing this is silence miranda's looking at me like what to um the lord of the rings musical Mm -hmm. that offers like a lot of grand blandness and i think a lot of tolkien adaptations offer that where if you just put it on stage it's not that fun whereas this very much foregrounds fun that everything is at the whims of humor yeah um it it was weird researching this as well because from what i can tell it's built from a lot of improvisation so a lot of the cast are improvers and like some of the talking heads that they have after shows are people like i love the improv bit so it'd be interesting to actually see a production of it to see how much of it is fixed and how much of it changes every show. Because I'm, yeah. I'm really not sure. No. And for the actors then too, it's fresh. But you would need to know those characters well enough to not disappoint people <laughs> mm. in those improv moments, I think I that that's the thing about taking on, and a lot of parody shows take on really um, like subject matter that has fans like Big fans. fanatics yeah. fans <laughs> yes and um this is certainly one of those those you know stories these yeah. characters the people who really love them really love them yes like they love them a bit too much yes. um kieran might be one of those i'm um, sorry kieran I, uh, I quite enjoy it too um yeah i read the books it was great um but I think that what parody does that a lot of other things do is you're a lot less likely to disappoint because you're not saying I'm giving you the character. You're saying I'm giving you a version of this that will bring you new enjoyment to it. And you'll get the in jokes about the character and why that's funny. Like, um, this whole thing that sort of becomes really evident in the films you know of this like wow what's going on between Legolas and Gimli there is you know they take all that sort of stuff and and really play with it and yeah. go yeah here you go yeah do they play with the the Sam and Frodo relationship 
Yes. Good. Um, Sam is straight up gay. Great. <laughs> this is my favourite thing. And if, if those of you who have listened to the Lord of the Rings musical or had to listen to me, I've only just, I have a, a confession to make to you, Kieran. I only watched the trilogy for the first time last year. Um, and have not read the books. Um, I mean, they're overrated. <laughs> so, so, nice try, Kieran. Nice try. So watching a film that has has not dated well for a first viewer in 2019. Um, the whole time I was like, oh, Sam and Frodo again together at the end. And like the, bo- <laughs> <laughs> the boat scene on the very last the movie, I was like, this is a... This is a disappointment get on the boat sam get on the boat so i'm excited to see the parody if this is what we're if this is what we're going with as someone who has not seen any of the movies or read any of the books or seen this musical i think like my only reference to it is another podcast that um zayna and i are on and it was a graphic retelling of the stories in a very sexual manner um i think fellowship may be the only way i would ever watch i think this would be the most entertaining i had one request (laughs) i had one thing that i asked of you going into this i said please do not use that as a reference during this episode and what have you done julie what have you done it's the only way i know the story (laughs) as a person who knows nothing about any of this but does enjoy reading smart. Um, <laughs> Julie, that wasn't has, me. Julie has ruined many a thing for us all. And it was the marquee that did it, not me. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, I'm not going to say the title of this podcast on our podcast um, because we don't want to put a little E on it. But <laughs> if and you scroll, they something. Um, but if you scroll through the That's Not Canon Productions website, I'm sure you will find it immediately um this mu <laughs> the music of the show is a little 80s there are there's like mm-hmm. some fun like pop there's some fun musical theater yeah boppiness well i think lord of the rings where i when was it actually written karen karen will know karen uh, first published 54 54 there you go 54 54 everybody everyone went to paper back in the 60s oh we're talking about the book thank goodness i was like wow <laughs> no the movie came out in the 60s Julie. <laughs> It's in black and white. Elijah <laughs> Wood is looking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know how old Elijah Wood is anyway. So. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's why he makes a great hobbit. He makes a great um, hobbit. It, the Lord of the Rings had a huge resurgence, like yes. end of the 70s into the 80s. So I feel like using that as a musical reference it's makes fantastic. a lot of sense. It's fa- And it's fun to – it's just for someone who isn't necessarily a – uh, avid fan of this particular. Who are these people you're talking about? <laughs> I think it's an awesome way to bring them in because it's instantly recognizable musically. It's something that they like. Everyone loves the music of the '80s. You can't deny that some good stuff oh, was written. KB. <laughs> some KB, good KB. stuff was written, Miranda. <laughs> some stuff was written. You know. You like it. Thanks There's a little right. part of you that's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. have a little. A little now boogie. that you mention it, "Come and Eileen" is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it is. Um, she sings it all the time. Uh, but do we have a favorite song in the soundtrack? Uh, I definitely do. Hundred percent. Song of Destiny. End of the show. Yeah, it's a good one. Hundred percent. A great one. I said that before. Did I? Is that the one I said to you before? No, and you were like no. remix. You no were... the fellowship. I liked the fellowship. I that's remember. good as well. 
it's a medley called The Fellowship. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is fun because you kind of get like a little bit of everything. You do? <laughs> funny how medleys are like that I know. Isn't it? but i also wrote down one that i looked up because we were listening to it before the hour we recorded our last episode and i looked up and i was like this is a fun song what's it called i always thought did you yes that was the name of the song i always thought oh, it's think? cute it's oh. cute it's just so cute it just popped up and i was like oh yeah okay. i think where this musical i was like oh you got me i'm gonna like it i can't not like it now was like the the second song on on the original cast recording that has like a fart noise in it. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I was sitting here waiting, being like, what is this going to be? That truly is, truly very rarely says something positive about a musical. And now. Here it is. It is. It is. A musical say, that has fart noises in it. I'm about it. Two episodes in a row. Two episodes in a row. Julie's in. Julie, this might make Julie's top five. All right, guys, we've gone so widely off track. Is there anything? Has it won any awards? Has it been recognized in any way? Um, weird bits and pieces, like the Saturn Awards in I think 2005, it won Best Local Show. Um, feels a little backhanded. Um, <laughs> At least it wasn't like second best. Yes, in the <laughs> that would run best in show. <laughs> that would be worse. Um, it made it to the uh, uh, New York Musical Festival in oh, nice. 2010. Made famous by title of show. Yes. That's, yeah. There wasn't a festival before title of show. Was well, it? it existed, just no one else knew about it. That's very cool. Good on them. But cool. it obviously didn't get picked up and go to Broadway from that festival. So what the hell? It's not a Broadway musical really oh, i don't true. know i don't know any, if any parodies have gone to other than spamalot but spamalot isn't real like spamalot is written by uh, people involved yeah. in spamalot. the original <laughs> spamalot isn't a parody of it's, spamalot no, like spamalot the original the was already as parody uh, never mind sorry as, those has listeners forbidden broadway ever gone to broadway <laughs> it's a not it's all off broadway broadway oh friends broadway. friends was off broadway what else? Oh my lots and lots. I don't think any parody has ever jumped onto the Broadways. So I have just found my life goal. Get my fellowship goal. on Broadway. <laughs> no, no. A parody. I mean, I guess the nanny's Wait, probably going to end up Spider-Man on Broadway. Was Spider-Man the musical a parody? It didn't want to be. Now, in hindsight, <laughs> maybe. Unless they... Um, I very much doubt that they're going to do the nanny seriously. So maybe the nanny will be the first parody musical on Broadway. Anyway, moving on, let's talk about the lessons we learnt after this short piece of music. Mm -hmm. So now that we've given you relatively no information about Fellowship and Parody Musical, thanks to our derailment uh, constantly, um, what lessons have we learnt from Fellowship? I mean, like the rough plot. You feel like a rough plot. Oh, because you weren't on our Lord of the Rings episode, Julie. No, I've been very fortunate. Yeah, so this is the first insight into uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. This is like one of my first introductions. Well, this is nice. It's This is a nice introduction. So well well done to that it lesson. It suits my attention span. Yes. Any other lessons, guys? Uh, we learn a bit about uh-huh. hobbits. <laughs> Did we just say the same thing? Is that what just happened? Hobbits? Hobbits? 
Um, Kieran, what lessons did fellowship teach you? I mean, I made a list because that's my role here. Um, goodness for you, Kieran. I think my number one is that you should make things with your friends. You should. Aww. You should make things. Because that's where this show comes from. Yes. Well, you guys have made some things together as friends. We were were talking about this earlier because, um, uh, Zane and Kieran and myself and some other people, uh, who are also our friends, whatever, uh, <laughs> have done a bunch of shows that, that are actually kind of similar in concept to the way <laughs> this show came together and was produced. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't write any of our own music, our own songs. We reworded some stuff, but it was all um, like pilfered, yep. borrowed songs. Um, but and Kieran, Andrew Lloyd Webber style, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little Pink Floyd here and there. Um, and the one that we did last together before Karen rudely moved to another country. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not really. Was based on, <laughs> on Fellowship, The Hunger Games and Star Wars altogether. Which are like, I'm so sad. You, you explained this earlier. I'm so sad I missed it. because well, we're also sad. The Hunger but, Games yeah. definitely needs a parody musical. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Karen. That's your I, next job. I personally We're really looking. We're taking it to Broadway. Yes. I'm looking forward to your mashup of uh, Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey, and Harry Potter. And no, be don't put one. Harry Potter in that. Julie Harris and Trey. You can put something clean in there. Why Twilight? Oh. Harry Potter. Why Harry Potter? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, Harry. you can exchange it. You can you can pop it out. And this is where Julie gets cut off from this episode of Musicals. <laughs> <laughs> um. But my point was that um, making things with your you're friends, creating that show together, was so much more about the enjoyment that we all got out of it, and we thought it was mm. just ridiculous. Like it's just ridiculous. There's no way anybody else could give a hoot about what was about to happen on stage. But then that <laughs> created a situation on stage where everyone was just yeah, whatever, woo, um, and. <laughs> The like it's never been repeated. It won't ever be repeated. Yeah. It's a little bit twenty four hour musical now. I think about it. Um, <laughs> that, that same feeling that we we took from that, but that idea of we've taken things that everybody knows and loves, and we've created something truly ridiculous out of it. And we're all just having a great time, and that's um, it's like catchy. Yeah, the audience can't help but enjoy it because because yeah, you're enjoying you're it. You're all just friends being silly together. Yeah. That's great. It Love is it. great. Everyone should do it. Please don't give us any Corona-themed um, <laughs> musicals nope. from this. No. Nobody needs no that. No lockdown musicals, no, no, no isolation musicals. No isolation musicals. But then Just after, that. create some stuff with your friends. I am learning constantly that parody is my favourite kind of entertainment. And a lot of my favourite shows, Puffs, A Very Bottom Musical, <laughs> Fellowship <laughs> Soundtrack. <laughs> I am... Maybe it's just comedy in general is my go-to, but that that's is. why everyone loves parody. It's that thing of taking something that you're familiar that you with know. and creating something funny out of it. Yes. you love yeah. and comedy. But one thing I and love nostalgia. about parody and and the fellowship is that I think when you're doing parody where everything is, is just having fun with it, you can really lean into the moments of cheesiness. Yes, and in a serious show, things are cheesy. They're bad. 
when you get to Song of Destiny and Fellowship, it's so cheesy, but you're so long for the ride that it's amazing. Yeah. That it's like genuinely uplifting. People know what they're like, in for. I think for parody. Party. Yeah, it gives you so much freedom to play, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Big what time. you want. That's the whole point. Yeah. Playing. It's the whole point. I <laughs> that's think we why forget they're that called sometimes. plays. Yeah, but we know this. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody does. Um, any lessons from you, Miranda, about fellowship? Lessons I've learnt from fellowship. Fellow- fellowship! Sorry, I forgot to pronounce the explanation. Oh, mark. Um, <laughs> even the Battle Rock deserves a sexy lounge number? As in, like, any, even the worst of the characters <laughs> deserve a sexy lounge number. Although it's not unusual for villains to get that, that sort of sexy vibe Always. in... In music. It's a very Disney thing, actually. It's a very Disney thing. Oh, my God. Miranda just learnt something just <laughs> then. You heard it. You heard it here, guys. You heard it here first. Kieran, do you have any more on the list of lessons learnt from fellowship? I've got lots. Go for it. Um, Power through them before uh, we can shaka, interrupt you. Shaka Khan means something in Elvish. <laughs> what does it mean in Elvish? Um, <laughs> um, I say it in Elvish. Um, if someone keeps having muttering asides about stealing from you, don't trust them. What? No Good way. point. <laughs> um, I've also put, um, again, a little uh, uh, judgy on the Hobbit movies, uh, that there are ways to include female characters in Tolkien adaptations that aren't love interests. Oh, look. You know, the, the, female, the female representation in the original trilogy um, <laughs> films was a big sore point for me while watching That comes them. from the original text. That yes. comes from the way Tolkien treats yes. female characters in the story. But do you know what? I really love Tolkien the movie. So, look. <laughs> <laughs> but the Hobbit's worse. The, the Hobbit actually worse. writes in a female character and then makes her terrible. She's worse than the characters in yes. Lord of the Rings, which it, are in the books. Quite, It's quite often that way, Kieran. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> what are the other lessons? Very sad. We haven't really mentioned, though, that um, half the cast are female and it's a bunch yeah. of the, the roles are played by females. So yes. Pippin is a girl. Um, Gimli is a girl. Is a girl. Mm-hmm. Legolas, Legolas is already a girl. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Legolas is a girl. Are they played by girls, but they're still male characters? Uh, I think Pippin is definitely meant to be played male because there's a lyric saying, I'll prove I'm a man that I'm strong and brave. But I think that's a deliberate is... joke on the fact that it's played by a woman. Yes, yes. Uh, also kind of Legolas and Gimli, who knows, who cares? Okay. <laughs> Play it as a woman. It's a T- woman. Tell us how you really feel, Carrie. <laughs> um, and all the others are boys. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Any other lessons on the list? Uh, look, none that are exciting. <laughs> well, then <laughs> let's cast Fellowship, a parody musical. <laughs> Kieran, I don't know if you've listened to an episode before, but um, mm-hmm. our hashtag is we'd cast Zac Efron. So if you could cast Zac Efron in this show, what role would he be? Stagehand. <laughs> Number? <laughs> uh, the smallest one. <laughs> Stagehand 10. He can, he can wave the tentacles uh, from offstage. He would do that very well. I would personally <laughs> cast him as Legolas. Me too! <laughs> 
Legolas is played by a girl. Yeah, but also Orlando Bloom. So, well, it does mean if he plays Legolas, that he has he to play Arwen. Also has to play Arwen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that. Why would you cast him as Strider? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sexy like, <laughs> I he like has him. range, Kieran. He has range. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like him to try a Sam. Just because I think if you're going he for like juxtaposition, or like particularly mm. unexpected casting, yeah. I, I want to see him. Let's, he could do it. Let's see him read it. for Sam and then go from there. <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> also, if you play Sam, he gets to be the Balrog, right? Oh, then he's in. It's him. Sam it is. Um, who else would we pop into Fellowship? Oh, just quickly. Sorry. This show has puppets in it too. Is that right? Puppet flashback. Puppet? Oh, it's just one like one specific use of puppet. I found a review that referenced a puppet flashback. Oh, my oh my we God. didn't do bad reviews with Julie. No, I didn't even Because see. it's impossible. To find a bad review. Couldn't find one. Oh, oh guys, well done, it. Fellowship. People, uh, I think it's one of these musicals. It's just so silly. Like, what are you going to say? I don't think they it's took the subject matter seriously. They did like people go to it in costume. They're like midnight sing along versions of it. People love it. I love this. All right, tell us what the review says about puppetry, Kieran. Did you find it? It just says there is a puppet flashback. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my goodness! So I informative. Well, I, was, I was just wondering yeah. whether any of the like car- the characters that the cast are listed as are actually puppeteered. Or whether they're all like, is the Balrog a giant puppet and then it's just being voiced? Or, that's what He's I was asking. A dude in like a red velvet um, smoking jacket with like oh. red butterfly wings. Yeah, Zach. Of course he is. <laughs> of course. Sorry. I'm, I'm and, sorry. and like Maleficent no. horns. Nice. Adorable. <laughs> nice. I'm loving it. All right, guys, <laughs> let's cast it. We've got Zach in the role of <laughs> Sam and red velvet jacket dude. Um, who else is who else is in this parody musical? Um, I think it would be great for mind blank, mind blank. Where mind are they from? To what play are... Gandalf. Yes, I Ian McKellen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. So you're cast. <laughs> you're casting someone from the movie. I don't know what you're talking about, KB. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Did Miranda just do the thing she always tells me before? (laughs) But the point is (laughs) that he also plays Galadriel. Okay. I think he'd do amazing. And I just, I think think Ian McKellen would really enjoy that. I think Ian McKellen would be, I'd watch the one man fellowship show with Ian McKellen playing (laughs) all roles, to be quite honest. Oh my God. You know what would be a thousand times worse? Um, what, Kieran, help me. The guy who played Saruman in the films, Christopher. Christopher Lee. Christopher yeah. Lee. Um, is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's no longer. Assuming that he was Rest alive. In peace, um, Christopher, Lee. Christopher Lee is quite <laughs> famous for um, getting cranky at people on set for saying Saruman wrong. Um, really? Yes. <laughs> There's some footage of him somewhere in an interview saying, "It's not Saruman. It's Saruman." <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. I just don't think he could cope with a parody. So I'd love to see him try. Do you know what? I think I would put, instead of Ian McKellen, let's put Michael Gambon in there because everyone just assumed that he would play a he would he was playing a Gandalf-esque Dumbledore. So let's give him a go at it and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> and Galadriel. <laughs> Anybody else? Like oh. A Kristen Wig in there, just for a my Kristen own entertainment. Wig? As Gimli. I, 
I did a I did a full cast. Of course, and I did a lot of SNL people. Yeah, because yeah. So who have you got? Which 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 SNL cast have we got in this show? Uh, I mean, look, I can do the whole cast. Um, I put Andy Samberg in as (gasps) Mary. Yes, Mm -hmm. perfection. And Amy Poehler as Pippin. Yeah, feeling it. She's really cute. I'm laughing Um, too much already. (laughs) You've picked well so far. Who else? I've got. Other SNL, I put Rachel Dratch in as Gimli. Oh, Rachel Dratch deserves more, <laughs> and I will give anything to her. Which one is Rachel? Dratch? She's the one in Thirty Rock who get who does all the like bit parts in the first season. So she plays the blue thing, the Catwoman. Yeah, yes, the cat handler. In the Do you know what episode. Rachel Dratch was originally cast in Jane Craig Gallantry's character yeah. in Thirty Rock in what? the pilot? You can watch the pilot, on and YouTube. then the producers were like, Nah. We need to go in a different direction. Oh, so yeah, that they, was a smart choice. they took Rachel Dratch out and changed the character. So give Rachel Dratch anything she wants, Kieran. <laughs> so, Kieran, what did you give her? Gimli? Um, I gave her Gimli. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Um, and then my final SNL cast was Chris Parnell as Boromir and Bilbo. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Chris Parnell is also excellent. What a good... I'm glad that you picked it like a solid, <laughs> solid SNL year of peeps. Do you great. like that I've not seen the show or know anything about it, but I still went, I still was getting some strong SNL vibes. Yeah, yeah no, that's perfection. That's though. what parody is. SNL. <laughs> SNL. Well, that's what SNL is, yeah. parody. So they're, yeah, they're best known for it. You said you had a whole cast, though. What's the rest of it? Um, so for Frodo, I went, because um, I, I thought I had to include some empty people. So I put Sophia Ann Caruso. Nice. Um, Beetlejuice yeah. lady. She, yep, you know, you know her, you know her if you saw her. Yeah, you sure. know her She's voice. tiny. She looks like a hobbit. Yeah, good. She's a tiny lady. I put Josh Gad in as Sam and the Balrog. Yeah. Oh, if you must. <laughs> Josh Gad um, is I one of Zane's Don... favorite performers. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's... he's not. It's a joke. I put Donald Glover in as Aragorn. What? Yes. Yes. Actually, that was unexpected. If you put the cast of Community and the cast of SNL into this show, you'd be you'd be fine. Joel McHale as Strider, yes. I'd watch it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go, keep going, Kieran. Keep going. Um, I put Rachel Bloom in as Arwen and Legolas. Yeah, nice. Okay. 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 Um, and then for for Gandalf slash Galadriel, I wasn't sure, but I put Dawn French slash Jennifer Saunders. <laughs> They can alternate yes, evenings. Alternate. Yeah. yeah. And they can do it in the one outfit. Like, they're just being conjoined. <laughs> conjoined twins. It. Yeah. Well, maybe would they you could not do watch it, like... that? I 100% would watch that. <laughs> what if they did it back to back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Quirrell Voldemort style in a very <laughs> funny musical. Turn around one way as glad you're turning around the other way. Please. I don't know. Things have gone weird. I know. Let's just play some music <laughs> and go to top fives. what happens when half of us get to be in the same room together after weeks of being separated we just want to talk we just want to talk and talk and talk <laughs> um top fives so would we put this on top of five parodies yes sure there are yes. a lot of parody shows out there, there are. but there's they tend to fly under the radar they really do yeah. they they tend not to get published and yep. recorded soundtracks on Spotify or whatever. This, in fact, isn't on, on Spotify. Spotify. No. Um, you have to search 
for parody shows. It's on, it's Apple. on Apple. Music Apple, music. Apple Music. Apple Music. So that's where you have to go. Apple Music, everybody. Um, Apple, sponsor us. Yay. Uh, <laughs> so subtle. You get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've just shot to the top of the list on iTunes podcasts. Yeah. Thanks unless, like, you know, you, you release at the right time and on the right platform. You, yeah, you don't yeah. hear a lot. We've covered a couple of parody musicals on this show, but not a whole lot. You know, the ones I think that get the most coverage and then following are the ones who record a show and release it on YouTube or, yeah. or mm. somebody else accidentally records the show and releases it on accidentally YouTube. or unlicensed on YouTube. Yes. You know, it needs to be accessible to more people than the small community that it's usually produced in. Yeah. Because these things, like, they don't get huge professional tours no. or anything like that. Um until you get to <laughs> um, Puffs did though. Puffs got massive. Well, Puffs was on Broadway and got a, a, a massive tour after. Oh well, has been not. It's not a tour. It's just been done in a lot of countries. So, so maybe maybe we're going to start to see a little bit more of it. And mostly, maybe. I think that's because it's hard to get you know legally licensed productions of parody shows because. Mm. They're based on things that Unless are... Unless you put a lot of unofficial, maybe might be characters you've seen before, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, not at all related to yeah. <laughs> anything that Disney owns. Um, so I think it's hard to make a definitive list of top five parodies because we don't have the appropriate research material available. Good cop out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my top five parody shows are actually the songs volumes that we did and three of them oh. are the three episodes of um, uh, the, oh my God, I've forgotten. <laughs> One trilogy to rule them all in 3D. Okay. Those were very serious productions, Miranda. How dare you? <laughs> Not the script was well written. Art. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. I think this is my top personal top five. It can fill all five spots of the Lord of the Rings story. <laughs> Lord of the Rings adaptions, oh, top five. I've definitely put it top five Tolkien adaptations. Yeah. So you've got Tolkien the record, adaptations. I do not like the movies. I oh. do not like the movies. They're a, t- they're a tough like watch, man. They're a tough watch. Oh. Why? <laughs> See, I love them. Very dull. They're just very d- – and I think I, if I had watched them at the time – I think I remember watching the first half hour of the first movie when it first came out and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and then last year I was like, ah, if you're going to make me watch them, I'll watch them. The sure. thing about the movies that I do love <laughs> is the, the the design, the scope and, and beauty of how all the scenery yeah. looks and knowing all the work that went behind Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Weta did an amazing I think that's what job. pulls me over the line with the, the movies. And but being this... on the set is phenomenal. Like, yeah. it's beautiful. Anyway, sorry, we're going off track again. Top five five. happy birthday songs in a musical. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Top five uh, musicals with an exclamation mark at the end. Oh, we have so many on that list. A long list now. And most of of them them are parodies. Some of them suck. Silence. Some of them do suck. (laughs) Silence (laughs) is definitely under this. Um, I love silence. (laughs) I would put Oliver you, firmly underneath, underneath this. this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, Oliver's Oliver. not even on the list. Um, <laughs> Snoopy. <when>? Under. <laughs> oh. Menopause. Oh. Oh. Does that have an exclamation? Yeah, they do. 
Yep. Xanadote. Xanadote. Xanadu? Xanadote. Maybe Oklahoma deserves no. a... Okay. <laughs> it's far. It's not even on the... It's not even in sight. It's all the way... Oh, no, nope, still fire. can't see it. It's gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was horrified. Harsh on the Rogers and Howard Um... But yes, this musical can be on the list of Thank punctu- you, top five punctuation musicals. <laughs> That's specifically ending exclamation. in an exclamation mark. Um, uh, top five small cast shows. Small, I was about to say that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Small cast. We're on the same page, Miranda. We're sharing. We're not sharing a microphone, guys. I won't say that. We're sharing, <laughs> we're sharing a computer screen esque thing. Anyway, um, yes, top five small casts or top five. Double casted shows, double roll, double casted roll shows, double roll cast. Yeah, good one. Move on. (laughs) Top five. (laughs) Anything? Top five attainable production design. Attainable product. Talk to me about the production design, Kieran. It's real basic. It's like a few black boxes and like a little dome at the back, which they jump on a lot of the time. Oh my god, it's so easy, so simple. (laughs) They jump on the dome. Yeah, they have to like jump across it when they're in the mines. Like it's, it's a whole thing. Cool. <laughs> I love it. Great minimalism. That's what we want in our theatre. I would probably add more to it. Would just you? Because I can't help myself. What would you add? <laughs> I don't know. Just more stuff. Projections. Real Trees and like lasers. Bring in the whole set from the Teletubbies and pop that in there, and you know. Yeah, just put Gandalf on flies. Uh yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! Top f- any more top fives, guys? Before Zane never uh, lets me host another wigs. episode. Perm wigs. wigs. There's a lot of perm wigs in this. So this and Annie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this For and the Hobbit. It makes sense. Oh, and Christine and Phantom. Christine and Phantom can't get her. No, you can't. Uh, or you can. Horrible. If you want to. Any other top fives? Uh, inexplicable tap routines. You didn't mention They're a all... tap routine, Miranda. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> it's always a good reason for a tap routine. There's always. No matter what it is. Yeah, they're, they're never inexplicable. Have I told that story? On you this have show? not. <laughs> so I did a show in university this one time. This one time at, at uni. University. Um, <laughs> we did a show. And because it's a university course, everyone has to be graded in production. And one of the gradings is on dance, yeah. right? Makes sense. And this particular show is a song cycle, which was a great choice because they took the cast of four it's meant to be four and just spread all the songs out among everyone. Well, that happens a lot. And in fact, actually double cast them all. So different people did the matinees in the evenings of all of the songs. It was all very complicated to rehearse. Anyway, um, but it didn't really have any dance in it. Mm -hmm. So in the finale, (laughs) where literally like a bar from the end of the finale and the end of the finale just goes like da 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 doors right but in tune anyway that could have been the tune we don't know <laughs> just, it went da 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 and instead of hitting that last note we all went stop tap break oh. <laughs> and we tapped oh. That was the most inexplicable tap break that has ever existed. And then the audience were just like, do we clap And then the tap break finished. And we went back to the start of the bar. I'm sorry, it was so funny. But it's probably only funny to me. It's me and three people I went to uni with who are laughing at this right now. But um, (laughs) hi, guys. You have like secondhand embarrassment. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well... 
A lesson learned here is that we need to put more tap into the finale of musicals. Just <laughs> before the last bar. Just no before the last bar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, Get ready, people. You're going to see. Did you think you were about to applause because it was the end of the show? No! Tap break. Anything else? Any last top fives or more tap? The last one I had was West Side Story. Uh, fight routines. Nice dance yeah. fight routines. Yes, yeah, yeah, good one. That's the what you want. Famous weather top fight with the um the dark black rider yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazgul. Nazgul. What's the other Ring name race. for them? Ring race. Yeah. Um, which Same is thing. a very serious, scary moment. Of course. In which <laughs> Frodo gets stabbed. Oh no! <laughs> but in dance. In dance. Great, guys. This has been nice. an absolute joy. Um. <laughs> If you've made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. Uh, there'll be another one next week, hopefully a little bit more succinct. Yeah, <laughs> um, nah, don't promise that. I will never be hosting another episode Remember, again. Remember, you say that all the time, but then you always do um, <laughs> because no one wants me to do it. Um Remember that time when we started a podcast about musicals and Zane was the host most of the time? Yeah. And and he was just like, bam, bam, moving on, moving on, moving on, winding things up. But we just really like to talk. We haven't seen each other in so long. We've got a friend on Zoom. I know. Hey, Karen. Um, now poor Zane just sits on the other side of the table. Shaking and his head. And shakes his head all the time. Instead of just jumping on Mike and doing it himself, there's a lesson to be learned for Zane here. Yeah. <laughs> gave him options. We gave him options. Yeah, yeah. we did. Kieran. Hey. I was... Go for it. Go, go. I was going to say, I was going to put Rebel Wilson in my dream cast just no. to get a reaction from him. He, oh, he yes. has reacted. He's just reacted. He has, I can't he, see him, he, but I know he's reacting. He looks like he has just swallowed an entire lemon and is shaking. Do you know what another a good he's one for that is, Kieran? You mm. tell him you want to put James Corden in it as well. Oh, he's gone. He's I, walked I, I can't out. go. I can't do that. I can't do that to myself. <laughs> he's walked out the door. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we, guys, we don't need is, to finish this episode no, now. We can keep going. We're going to keep going. There's no one to press stop now. So, we'll, no, we won't do that to you. Kieran, thank you so much for putting up with us this episode and for visiting us from afar. Thank uh, you for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. Ooh. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Any anywhere people can find you or your stuff? Um, I, I have a podcast called The Penny Peep Show, which you can look up, but don't feel like you have to. Uh, you do have to, and- um, particularly <laughs> the last. So what Kieran writes is like radio plays, mm-hmm. right? They're funny. Um, and uh, he writes sets of like a storyline and he puts out episodes. Yes. Right. And then he like writes like another, a radio play. another story that you know, no yep. one cares about. But the last radio one. Play the last one. Sorry, what? The last one. The last one was a very good one because it's it had very me good in one. it. It has you in it. Yes. Yeah. That yes. she says nonchalantly. Starring. Yes. Starring. I mean, starring um, Miranda Salwood. Guys, that's the second week mm-hmm. in a row Miranda has plugged our guesswork. Will this continue? <laughs> Who knows? Do you know why, though? Why? Because I'm in their work. <laughs> I'm really just <laughs> plugging myself. Nepotism. I'm... Um, but <laughs> we were talking about this last week. My my brilliance at the Australian accent. Yes. And how I sometimes go cockney. Is this in Kieran's podcast? Yes. Yes. Although oh, he probably cut good. out She's all the awesome. bits. He probably cut out all the bits where I sounded cockney. But um, it is set in Australia. It's a, amazing. It's great. Amazing. Kieran, the title of that podcast one more time. The Penny Peep Show. 
and they can find it on any podcatcher of their choosing. Exactly right. Amazing. And if you would like to find us, you can do so on our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Musicals Teach Me, on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You can send us an email at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to join the ranks of some of the greatest people on this planet, you can jump onto patreon.com forward slash Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. And starting from just one American dollar a month, you can help us do what we do. Now, guys. Another way to do that, if you know you don't want to give up the dollar, we get it. It's a it's a weird and wacky time. You can keep it for yourselves. That's fine. We forgive you. Um, you can rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I was about to say iTunes, but that was wrong. Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends. Tell them to listen to the chaos that is musicals taught me everything I know, because they're gonna have a good time. Thanks for joining us, Kieran. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. So welcome. Thanks, Miranda. I'm so excited. It's been me, Kami. See you next week. Bye. 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 Hello, my name is Serena. I have just started a new podcast called Love Stranger. It's all about interactions with strangers, uh, random passings, ways that people have affected people. Uh, drastically we talk about everything from guardian angels to people who were just really really kind to people who were just absolutely kind of nuts um it's a great time uh you get to hear some really beautiful stories some really heartwarming ones some really what the fuck ones so please join me then uh they'll be releasing every friday and i hope to see you then except i won't see you because it's a podcast it's a podcast Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com